wrinkles, but I'm still in like I'm filmic. But you still stick flipping birdies real quick for the music. Get the meal quick to the table. Get your filter. Can't remember how to feel shit. Take a real hit to the ego. Pop a pill, sip, no placebo. Now that trill shit you said you people. Make you real sick, play the people. Now that hell shit will come and leave Hey, see, I've been falling back. Watch you get from a distance. Nosebleeds, OBs from the children. Uh, no fees, cold feet when it's finished. Uh, no peace in the streets that we live in. I can't say shit that'll make y'all change So I'ma stay rich in this field Y'all claim forever rich in the cut It's a wrap Ain't talking about the cash But we keep it in the bag, no cap Hello everybody, we are back with another episode of the Forever Rich Podcast It's your boy A.B. Guapo reporting live and in person Well, I guess it's not live for y'all But in person, in person I got Stupid. my boy King Diamond Eye How you doing, man? I'm doing good Um uh... Still fucking tired as fuck, but yeah, I'm doing real good. What about you? How was your week? It was good, man. I I had a typical week. I didn't do a whole lot uh, between back on the side grind, hustle again. So worked, and then uh, I saw, I went to go see that Jordan Peele movie, Nope. So I, we'll talk about that I wasn't. On, on the episode. Uh, what what's that? I said, how was it? Uh, we'll we'll save it for later. Yeah, oh, I don't want to okay. get into it right now, but uh, it, it's right. different. It's different. I won't say good or bad. I'll just say it's different. But, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. So, but we got a good show for y'all, as always. Uh, we'll be talking some sports, as like we always do, and then we're gonna close it out with a little bit of uh, Jordan Peele. Nope, kind of pre my opinion on it. No spoilers though. Uh, and hopefully you guys go out and see it So, um, in the world of sports. But this week in the world of sports, we definitely had some interesting moves. Uh, we saw another um, super mega quarterback deal with Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Um, surprising to me, definitely. Uh I personally do not think Kyler Murray's that good, especially to get that kind of money. Um, I agree. I agree. He's been okay. Uh, let me let me pick up the 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 uh, the deal. Let me see what his contract specifically was. So Kyler Murray got extended through twenty twenty eight season. Um, and his contract is worth a whopping uh, two hundred thirty million, with one hundred and sixty million guaranteed. So he doesn't get as much guaranteed money as uh, Deshaun Watson, but uh, he gets a lot of guaranteed money. And this contract extension will basically take Kyler up to age thirty-one. Those will be quite young. Um, especially nowadays in the NFL where quarterbacks are playing a lot longer because of Tom Brady. Um, you know, people are playing to like, I mean, what is he now? 43, four? He'll be 44 this year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So 44. So, I mean, he, he would say he'd probably have at least another 10 years if he's not getting hit. Um, and this is interesting. This development is interesting because, uh, Kyler Murray was kind of jocking with the Arizona Cardinals there earlier in the year. Um, and it looks like they caved and gave him his money. Um, and just just for reference, we'll, we'll go over Kyler Murray's uh, stats last year. He was he threw for 3,700 yards, 
Uh, he had 24 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Um, he has a career 11,480 yards with 70 touchdowns to 34 interceptions. So the numbers aren't that great. Uh, how you feeling about Kyle Murray getting this massive contract extension? Kudos to Kyle Murray. I mean, that's some people may argue that you know that at the end of the day, that's what you're supposed to get the bag as much as you can, especially in the NFL because the average career is not that not that long, and he's a mobile quarterback, so it's not like he's gonna he may not survive, you know, ten plus years. Um, as just statistics have shown, um, but you can't be mad at the man getting the bag. I, I personally wouldn't do it. I'm not like you said. I'm I'm not a big Kyle Murray fan. Um, I think that he's a good quarterback, but he's not. He's not top ten in my personal opinion. Um, he's super short and. Like he's mobile, but at the end of the day, the NFL is always about the league's always about adapting, and there's going to be some type of defense that's going to adapt to just destroy Kyle Murray, and then everybody's going to catch on board, and then it's going to be like, how efficient are you at, at a quarterback if you can't use your legs? You know what I'm saying? So, and then of course, the older you get, the you know the slower you get, so you're not going to be able to just you know, bounce back or, you know, just pick up speed like 2.2 seconds. So, I mean, Arizona did it smart. It's better to pay him now than, you know, Joe Burrow or whoever, you know, about to get paid. Whoever's the next big quarterback's about to get paid because of Deshaun Watson. Um, so I'm argue, argue it's going to be Lamar. Um, uh, I don't I think Josh Jackson's contract's up, but, you know, he's going to get a payday. Joe Herbert or Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, all them dudes is about to get paid because that's just the trend that we're they're going in. the The bar was set too high when Deshaun got his money, so it's just you can't go nowhere but up. So, yeah. Do you think personal question? Do you think uh, the Deshaun Watson signing was has ruined the quarterback uh, position and getting paid? Now that all these, all this guaranteed money for quarterbacks that may not be worth it. No, I don't think so. Just because it's like that's just the norm. Like you're, you're, you need a quarterback. There's not one team that won a Super Bowl that didn't have a quarterback, or at least a game manager. Because there are, you know, Trent Dilford with the Rams back or the Ravens back in early 2000. He was not a quarterback, but he got it done. Um, but I just personally on technically you could kind of say that was the only exception because that of that defense, but I just feel like it's kind of like the, the NBA with these, how ridiculous the off season was with all these signings It's just, that's the way the trend's going because these leagues are making fucking bank. Like NFL ticket is up for like up with direct TV and like everyone and their mom is trying to bid on it. And it's like, I think they were saying something about the minimum bid was like $6 billion. So it's like, of course, if you're getting all this revenue from just, uh, 
from these TV networks and, you know, and shit like that, then you have to know that everything else is going to skyrocket up as well. So football is, it's, in most, I would, I would argue about 80% of this country, uh, in these States, it's football, God and everything else and family or in, or everything else, you know? So football does kind of run the, run the USA, um, sometimes more than politicians in my personal opinion. But I mean, they always make the, the saying, you know, the NFL owns a day of the week and somewhat is kind of true. And it's on Jesus day too. So, you know, football, it's always going to, it's going to be here and it's going to stay until last, you know, penny, uh, gets used up. So, it's just the trend on where where it's going. I agree. Um, we'll see what Arizona does. I do definitely feel like they need to uh, round out the rest of their roster. Um, they need some weapons for Kyler to throw to. Um, and it'll probably be a better offensive line. Otherwise, Kyler isn't going to last long into his contract. But, I mean, the, they want seven and five. Uh, no. That's not right. That's only fourteen games. Yeah, that's only fourteen games. It must have went nine, nine and something. I don't know why this 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 stat says seven and five. That must have been in conference or something. Um, they had a decent year. Did they make the playoffs last year? I don't think they did. Yeah, and then they missed the playoffs. So, I think this is really surprising. Um, to give Kyler this much money off of a mediocre year. Um. I mean, I think all three years of his uh, career have been kind of mediocre, but he's not the worst. I mean, he's better than like Baker and Sam Donald, and I mean, so he's not he's not a bum. He's a mid tier quarterback. I can be that. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll say he's that. I think he's better than Dak in Dallas. Mm. I feel like Dak is the ultimate average quarterback. Hmm. That's a that's a good argument to go. Who would you take, Kyle Murray or Dak Prescott? I know all the Cowboy fans. This is Dak all day, Dak all day. But <laughs> I'm gonna honestly though, I would say Dak. And the reason why I'm gonna stick to my gun when that draft happened, because uh, of course you know Chops. He's one of my uh, friends growing up. Uh, he's a Cowboys fan, and so when I was watching when we were. Uh, yeah, we were deployed, or I was deployed. I told him, I said, Dak is actually, for being a third-round draft pick, he's going to be really good in the league. And for the most part, I feel like he is. It's just that team is just fucking, you can't, I'm sorry, the Cowboys aren't, you can't be successful with the Cowboys anymore because it's always about drama and this, this, and that, and that takes a toll on you mentally. And then, like, you know, if you're not mentally prepared for these these games and shit like that, the whole team, then it's going to be like you can't be successful. And I feel like they, they're they kind of like some of these old, like, mid-tier um, basketball teams, you know, or it's like they're just cool with making the playoffs and they're just like, you know, they don't want to – 
kind of like how OKC was where they didn't want to pay their players like high max dollars. They were just like, no, we're okay. We'll trade you, get some assets, and then we'll just rebuild this shit one more time. And then they would be make the playoffs and be like, that was their bottom goal is just make the playoffs and that's it. You know, Um, I feel like that's how the Cowboys are. They're like, they're just like, let's make the playoffs. I mean, regardless, we're going to have fans that think we're going to win the Super Bowl every year. And every year we're going to disappoint them. Yeah, but we're when we lose, you know, it's always the ref's fault. When we win, it's because we, we got so much talent. So, but I think if Dak didn't get his leg injury, he's I would still pick him over uh, Kyler. I might be crazy for that, but I just feel like Dak's actually a good height, got a decent arm on him. And if you put actual good receivers with Dak, Dak can actually play. Uh, I don't know what the hell. I think that, uh, what's his name? Well, Dak did have good, he had Amari Cooper. And Amari Cooper's had, a bust, bro. My That man, at, anytime he went on the road, that dude was getting fucking locked up by like third string corners. Like he's trash when it's on the road. Um, hopefully he has, hopefully he shows something for Cleveland because over in Dallas, he was just not, he was just not that good, like, or in Dallas, he was not good on the road. Like, my man would go O for whatever. Um, C.D. Lamb to is to be continued if he's actually good or not. It just I just feel like a lot of these players just get praised just because of the era that we live in with social media and all that shit to where everyone considers them like this top tier at their position just because you, you see them more often. You, you know, you watch their off season drills and, you know, you watch college football and shit like that. So I don't, I don't know. Cause I mean, if you put Dak with Deandre Hopkins, in my personal opinion, I mean, Deandre's uh, my favorite receiver in the league right now. Um, uh, the, the older tier I would put, um, cause I think, uh, what's his name? from Cincinnati is going to be nice. There's actually Justin Jefferson from the Vikings is super nice. So there's a lot of good receivers coming out. And then you got my boy Drake London uh, in Atlanta. I hope he does good. But if you put Dak with uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I feel like his success would be higher than what Kyler Murray's has been with him at this point in time. I agree. Um, I, I well, I think, yeah, yeah, I agree. I was gonna say I, I think maybe Kyle Murray has a little bit more potential to be better than Dak, just because Dak has had good teams around him, and they've only made it to the first round of the playoffs. That's like their ceiling. I mean, you gotta look. Dallas has Zeke. At one point, Zeke was good. I don't know what happened to him now. He got paid. Um, that's what happened to him. And then you know, the receiver wise, they have. They had Amari Cooper. They had uh, they have CD Lamb. They have they they have weapons. Um, even on the defensive end, they got Michael Parsons now. Um, you know they had Pro Bowler offensive linemen for the blocking. That Pollard, that other running back, is pretty good. I mean they they've had a pretty nice roster uh, for the past couple of years, and they don't have much to show for it. And a pretty garbage division as well. So, yeah, but the only thing I would, 
I'm about to throw up in my mouth for even sticking up for the Cowboys. But for the problem with the Cowboys was is their defense. Their defense is super inconsistent. So, I mean, like, if your defense is staying on the field because, you know, anytime they're on the field, they're giving up scores. It's kind of hard, like, to go, especially in the NFL, to go, you know, score for score. Um, it's not that easy as some people, some non-football players may think that it is like, oh, you got this person, you got that person, you should be scoring on every drive. It's like, that's not how it always works, my dude. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Kyler Murray got the bag. I'm always for players getting as much money, especially as they can, especially in the NFL where money's not guaranteed a lot of times. So you can get cut and all that shit. The Players Association for the NFL is trash. Um, I'm sorry. Um, it just really is. And I, I don't – I know there's people out here, diehard NFL people listening to us, but they got to do better with taking care of their players. Their players take a lot of punishment, and a lot of times they don't even make shit. So shout yeah, out to Kyler Murray. But what is your – what is okay? I'm gonna put it this way because I already know where you're gonna go with this. You believe that the players' association for the NBA is a one, right? Correct. To okay, an extent, but there, there, but before you, I know what you're gonna say. There are some extents of. I feel like the NBA could put in some clauses of when players are refusing to play, such as Kyrie, which they can find. They can find them. And generally, that gives them most of their money back. But there should be a protection on the team as well. It's, hey, if this player is refusing to play on his own cognizance, there's nothing wrong with him. He's not injured. He's not, you know, he just, Kyrie, for instance, Kyrie didn't want to get the vaccine and was like, well, I'll play all the away games, you know. And they're like, no, fuck that. We signed up to a four-year deal, $40 million a year, whatever it was. Uh, They're going to play all the games. You know, then I feel like the team should be able to be protected in that sense because the teams are doing right by the player. You know, they're like, hey, we need you to play. That's the whole point of them signing that deal. But the, on the NFL side, you're not protected at all because, for instance, tomorrow, let's say you and me are in the NFL and we're in summer camp or OTAs or something, and we just get cut. I get cut. Let's just say I get cut. Fuck it. I just get cut. I'm done. I'm not getting a cent anymore. I'm not getting any more money. I could get cut mid-season. So even, and, even if you were to get cut, you still get paid for the remainder of that season, depending on, on your contract. Exactly. So it's not. It's not saying it that. Depends, but, it depends on the contract. But what I'm where I'm going is is how many players have a Kyler Murray s contract, where they're getting is it? guaranteed a whole bunch of guaranteed money. Most of that money is not guaranteed. A normal but, contract, you probably say. I look at every NFL player, and let's say how much of most of their contracts are guaranteed. You want to say half of it, if if that. Okay. I mean, you're saying so receivers don't really make that much comparison to quarterbacks. We're talking about a quarterback well, right now. Okay. Okay. Hold on, because let's blow that. As as awesome as these receivers and the quarterback is the most difficult position to play in all of sports. It also makes the most money though, too. No, it's not. Pitchers make the most money. No, I say it also brings in the most money. If your team has a good quarterback, 
Okay, but that's why they get paid the highest because of responsibility and and level like expectations. Like you wouldn't if it like if this was motherfucking Justin Jefferson, a receiver, you'd be like, okay, they gave him some money, they gave him the bag. But because it's a quarterback, you're like, ain't even question his skills. You just said that you don't think that he's that great, but he still got two hundred and thirty million guaranteed. So it's it that's just the league that you play in. What I was going at was how many players are in the NBA? Probably like 300. So you got fit, it was 15 man roster, 30 teams, that's 450 players, right? So you got 53 men on one roster. That's not even including practice squad or whatever. And you times that by 32, you're looking like over 1,600 players. So the NFL and the NBA Players Association. I mean, how you? That's like, that's pretty much yeah, saying like McDonald, like a mom and pop store, compared to my fucking like the like my fucking Walmart or Target. It's like the the balance is different because it's, it's the level of players. Like you have a smaller group, so you're able to focus more on like you're able to get more money guaranteed because. It's a smaller number. I mean, I get that, but the but the NFL makes more than enough money to at least guarantee much, a lot more of the contracts than they do. You uh, can't the teams. And if you guaranteed fifty three people's money in the NFL, and what if you are having a fucking Cleveland Brown team that's just fucking trash? Then you're gonna. For the last, like, what, besides the last two or three years, that has just been fucking number one draft picks overall for, like, what, eight of the last, like, 15 years, if so, more. So it's, like, to the point where you're, why would you pay, guarantee all that money for all these players that are just fucking, they're just losing you games. They're not making you too much money. I mean, what's the difference in the NBA when an NBA team is bad? I mean, you don't have to, but you control how much money. Because, because you control how much it, money here's the counter argument. That's because in the NBA, one player can turn your whole franchise around. In the NFL, it's not just one player. Tom Brady cannot go to motherfucking what's a trash ass team right now, Jacksonville, and make them a Super Bowl contender. I, I mean, I get that, but what I'm saying is, but if you put LeBron James. On fucking Utah right now, they're gonna win at least forty games. Yes, I mean I I get that and I agree with that argument somewhat. But what I'm saying is is that the owners associate and the the owners is worried about themselves. It's a business. It's like that's a play. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. The owners control how much money they're giving the players. If they feel like the players are garbage or not worth. 200 million you don't have to pay them 200 million exactly you could could, but i'm saying you could still guarantee what you are paying them hey we're you know we don't think you're that good we're gonna give you 10 million this season Uh, that's not how the nfl works exactly and that's why i think the players association for nfl it's not even just it's not even just the players association that's just the the contracts whatever whatever is controlling money for the nfl it's it's not for the players. It's not. It's just. I mean, we. You hear Shannon Sharp talk about it all. That's the time. It, I just players. literally said it's because there's way more players in the NFL than there is in any other sport. Okay, but the NFL's making that money, bro. 
the NFL is the most highest rated sport in America. You and can't. The like I just said, every year the Super Bowl killed every year. They have the money to guarantee some contracts. If you f- you don't have to give every player 130 million. They're guaranteeing. They're just not guaranteeing full contracts. And then the only reason why is because of inju- injuries are way higher in the NFL than any other sport. Then you have, of course, you have motherfucking Deshaun Watson scenarios where motherfuckers is getting domestic violence cases or sexual assault shit. So you can't. It's yeah, based on you your performance. It, you and you can't sit there and say that because of Patrick Mahomes just got the bag. He just got a half a million, half a billion dollars. He was, he was, he was worth it. But what I'm saying is, and that's just the quarterback though. We, we were going back to the point. There's corners that are getting guaranteed most of their guaranteed money. There's receivers that are getting some guaranteed money. Yeah, but Aaron Donald just got uh, got paid the bag. So it's not just. But it's no, it's nowhere near. The amount Deshaun Deshaun literally was. It's because they're quarterbacks. You can't. That's like that's like comparing. No, you're not. not. You're not getting it because the 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 difference is it's like it's comparing motherfucking Jabari Smith to motherfucking LeBron James or KD. No, you're not gonna pay. You're not gonna pay Jabari Smith the same amount of money or guarantee his contract when he hasn't done anything in the league to motherfucking Kevin Durant. I'm not saying you give them a bunch of money. I'm just saying you can guarantee what you're giving them. If you're only going to pay a player $15 million, that's fine. That's not what I'm complaining about. What I'm complaining about is that they'll play a player $15 million and then only give them six and then cut them and then be like, oh, so sorry. That other $8 no. million, and, they, and these teams will do that on purpose too and to keep some money in their pocket. It's, it's a business. Yes, I get that. In some situations, that's warranted, and there are other situations in the NFL where it's not. If you get cut and you're trying your damnest, you know, like, well, how is that? That's not your fault. What you're okay, we're comparing apples and oranges at this point because, yes, the NFL owners have a more stronghold than motherfucking any other owners in any other league. It's not the NFL's fault. Like, when you come to the negotiation table, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, they're not going to bend and give you everything that you want. In the NBA, all their owners is trying to be all these superstars, best friends and shit and guarantee everything. And that, now you see how it backfired. Brooklyn is the perfect example. They gave motherfucking Kevin Durant, Kyrie, everything under the sun. Now they don't even want to play with them. They don't want to even play for Brooklyn no more. And now they're going to, now they're just basically trying to stronghold, uh, teams to fucking give up some ridiculous amount of assets just to even attempt to get Kevin Durant, which Kevin Durant might not even stay with them. And I I said that's why the the owners can put clauses into contracts. Why would an owner put clauses? If you don't play, like for instance, if you do not play, the NBA needs this. If you don't play and you don't have a good reason to pay, you're not going to get your money. Why 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 would you not put that in there? If you that's like us going to work, you get your salary, I get my salary. We don't just stop going to work and be like, I still I still hope I'm collecting my paycheck. <laughs> it's just, that's what I'm saying. It's it's not that's not how the world works. So what I'm saying is the NBA can you can guarantee your money, but put stipulations on the guarantee. Then that's what I'm saying the NFL should start doing and the NBA needs to start doing. Guarantee the money. 
but put stipulations behind it. Look, you got to play. Your money's guaranteed as long as you play every game that you're eligible to play. You can't do that in NFL because that's a more physical sport than it is in the NBA. And there's going to be some times where you can't play. So if I got fucking I fucked up my hip and I need like two or three weeks yeah, off sure. because I can't give 110 percent. You trying to say that I shouldn't get paid for those games? No, what I'm you should get paid for those games. I said any game that you're if you but I can't physically play. I said that you are physically eligible to play. So that would mean if you're 100 percent healthy, you're not on injured reserve uh, or anything like that. You're not hurt. You can go out and play like today. Malcolm is 100 percent healthy. There's nothing wrong with him. He doesn't have a hip problem. His mental health is fine. Whatever you want to deem is everything is okay. The doctors say he can play play then boom you have to play or you're not going to get paid but if i'm injured i'm supposed to get paid when i'm not doing anything for the team yeah because that's part of the game (laughs) you're putting your the nfl you're putting your body on the line to play that sport they have to repay you just like the military does for veterans right hell no how the hell no what do you mean it's the hell no Uh, So are you are you trying to say that you got you were paid every penny that you deserve while you were in the military? No, but I am getting money now. Okay, oh exactly. So you can't sit try to break. You can't sit there and say that. And the only reason why. Okay, so I'm gonna put it this way. You're you're taking it to the left turn. We're gonna max out our time on this one subject. But you're trying to say so. If once you got out, did the did Uncle Sam come here and say, you know what? You did so much for us. Here's this here's this uh monthly allowance or whatever because of the service that you provided. No. What happened? You had to apply. You basically had to say, You guys owe me some money, pay me. Correct? Okay. I don't I don't yeah, but I don't see the end you could as a player you could say the same thing. Damn, I, I played for you for 15 years, five seasons, and I tore no. my ACL, I tore my rotator cuff, and yeah, I got it back. I, yeah, I got that surgery, and I got it fixed, but now my shit don't move all the way from here to here. It just it only moves five feet in front of me. So why you put your body on the line. Why are they not obligated to at least to give you some money for that? Because you got else, paid to do that. You got paid to be in the military, too. It's this the concept is the same. It's you got paid to do something, but you don't expect to get hurt doing it, do you? Yes. You got paid. You got so paid. We got paid. You got paid, correct, while you were in the military. Did you have to put in a life insurance on for you? You had to have a life insurance policy, correct? Why? Yeah. Because the risk of you dying were the probability of you dying going overseas was higher than you just staying on the statesides, correct? And they wanted to make sure on a drop of a dime, if we had to go to war tomorrow, that you had money to so you could pay for all your debt and all that. Do you think that the military was still going to pay all your contract money if you would have died tomorrow? No, but they're paying out your life insurance. Okay, crazy. No, the military is not paying your life insurance. You're paying your life insurance because the money comes out of your pocket. They are paying out your life insurance policy. They're not paying out your life insurance policy because you paid whoever, if it was mutual life or whatever, you paid mutual life. 
Yeah, you pay a premium, but your premium is not so the, five hundred thousand dollars. What are you talking about? Your yes, it was. Your yo, what I'm saying is your monthly payment. The month you what you pay is nowhere near the same amount of money as the actual policy. So if you died, they're gonna give your family four hundred thousand dollars. Uncle Sam is not giving you that money. The life insurance company is giving you that money. That is a big okay. fucking difference. So your okay. so your analogy of you're getting paid, the military pays that is 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 incorrect. Whoever holds the policy pays it out. There's no difference. So, okay, but okay, you, well, the, the military doesn't there, hold okay. the policy. They, you have the policy. What you pay it. It comes out of your pocket. You just literally said that the military pays your life insurance amount. But that's so they're paying that four hundred thousand. They're not paying the four hundred thousand dollars. They're what, paying. What does that have to do with anything? Who cares who pays it? What does that have to do with anything? The, for the simple fact that your argument that you're trying to sit there and say, if I got hurt. Then, of course, while I was playing for the Cincinnati Bengals, they should pay me because I got hurt one day later down the road. Yeah, you're you're no. What I said is if you're eligible to play, you should still be getting your salary if you're hurt. That's what I was saying. If you tore your ACL, why would you not be getting your salary? But if you play on the job, you did that on the job for them. You paid. You just said if you played 15 years for a team. And you were injured that they should pay you for you the range of motion because you're the and the analogy that you brought up was your disability. You know, you worked for the military and you got out, you got a disability check because of all the injuries you sustained while you were in the military. Yeah, and I think the NFL should do that too for their players. I think any any sport where you're any job where you are using your body as a tool or a weapon or whatever. Once you're done, yeah, they should they should owe you money. Even if they were giving you money up front during your work. They ruined you, bro. They ruined you. And your chance, you can't. And the thing about the, the NFL, what makes the NFL and sports much worse than the military is the military, you're making average money the whole entire time, right? We were never making $500 million. We were never making $100 million. Now imagine if, we were making a hundred million dollars, and then all of a sudden we don't we're not making a cent, and you can't do shit because you tore your ACL, your rotator cuff, your hips are bad, your knees are bad, and you can't work. That that change in your lifestyle is so much more dramatic and so much more drastic, and that money going away is so much more instant. It hurts them, and that's why you see these NFL players. Yes, granted. They, no, that you know, a lot. Not ninety percent of it is bad life choices. Mostly, let's be honest. Right. Say, granted, a lot of them. Are, let me let me finish. Granted, a lot of them are making poor choices with their money, but it's also the influx of having so much money and then making nothing. And then a lot of times, some, but you were some paid players, for the service that you gave. But some, I, I understand that. But you also have to look at it like this: is is a player. And this is where the VA uh, disability comes in. They look at you and say, are you still able to get out there and do shit? That's how they base their money, giving you their money, right? Now, a lot of people will say, you know, like, I make shit up and blah, 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 so I can get the most money. But that's what it's based off. Of. Are you still able to get out and do shit? So if I'm an NFL player, NBA player, MLB player, and I can no longer function in the real world because of what I was doing, I think they deserve money. 
that that's just me. I get they're getting paid, and that's why I say if you're saying okay, they don't deserve any money, um, or they don't like you think the system is fine. That's why I say guaranteeing more of their money up front is even more important because then you can say, well, look, we paid you all your salary all the years you were in the NFL, so you got your money. Even now, nowadays, you might not even you might have signed two hundred million dollars in contracts over your whole career and maybe only made seventy five million. That's between you and your sport agent. They're supposed to, that that's the whole job of the sport agent is to but get the you NFL, the most money. But exactly. That's why I think the NFL needs more guaranteed money. Whether it's the owners, whoever needs to sit down. But the NBA rookie, like, come on, okay. The NFL. Well, we, all right, oh, we're okay. gonna well, we're gonna go. yes because okay, well, I, we can argue about this all day, and it's not we're seeing two different spectrums of it. But but anyways, well that's the NFL guys. That's sports. We got one more thing. Me educating um, AB in the you know number of games because he yeah, no, he no. thinks he that educate, he thinks he a fifteen man roster is is equivalent to a fifty three man roster. I don't roster. think that, but okay. He Anyways, <laughs> no. But I did want to talk about one more thing. Some uh, uh, the movie Nope came out this weekend. Um, another Jordan Peele movie. If you guys don't know, uh, Jordan doom, Peele doom, doom, is doom, the doom, uh, doom, director of some. Uh, Notable movies that came out a couple years ago, Get Out, uh, Us, and this one's a little bit of a horror retrospectal. Which is his uh, shit. Which is, yeah, that's always what his movies are. These uh, mind-bending thrillers. I think he he markets them as horror, but they're not really scary. Uh, Get Out wasn't scary. Us wasn't scary. And neither is this one. Um, I saw it yesterday. I'm just going to give my quick review over uh, over it. Um, it's different. It is not his best movie. It is his worst by far. Um, but it's not bad. Whoa. It's, it's uh, well, you, you say, I say worst by far. He only has like three or four movies. So it's not like he has like a ton of lists to pull from. But um, it's very different. Uh I feel like where the movie struggles the most at is the characters. Um, Kiki Palmer's character is very unlikable throughout the entire movie. She, and I don't know if it's written like that or just as her performance in the movie and what she was trying to portray. Kiki Palmer's a great actor, so I, I don't know what's going on there. But her character is very unlikable. And so throughout the movie, you're just like, man, get on. like Get, get, get out of here. I don't even want to see this girl on camera. Like, that's how obnoxious she is throughout the movie. The main character, uh, his character is unlikable as well. Um, they have like a brother and sister. Their brother and sister, Kiki Palmer's character, and uh, I always forget old boy's name. Um, but they're just their characteristics are so far contrast from each other. You got he's like a stoic uh, black man, you know, growing up trying to take on his father's legacy and then you got like the hustler his sister's like a hustler who's just trying to make a dollar and i don't feel like those character dynamics match well mesh well together you don't ever get that brother sister bond you just feel like they're just two people who met it almost feels like they're two people who met in walmart and then they go on an adventure like that's how it feels so there is that problem that it's a twist on ufos um, that's that's all I'll give you there. 
and it can be very confusing at times. Um, there was a lot of times where I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I let the movie literally have to Google some of the plot points because I didn't understand what they were reaching for at times. But it's not bad. I, I will never say, you know, I, I'm not going to say it's bad. Um, is it worth your money? Y- yes, but not a primetime theater. Maybe if you could find yourself like a special, I know, like in Wichita. Are you trying to go to the dollar movie? Yeah, the dollar movie or half price movies, $5 movie Wednesdays. I would say it's worth your money then or a smaller theater that's not charging much. But like if you're going to an AMC theater where the tickets are $25, I wouldn't do it. I'm sorry. Um, but it's not bad. It is not bad, though. But uh, that was my take on Nope. Um, but Y'all let us know what you think about Nope. Um, if you've seen it, if you agree with me. But uh, nobody agree there. with you. No, I, I think a lot of people are gonna agree with me. No, nobody. Agrees I, I was, I was a, I was a fan of Jordan Peele's last two films. So, um, I was very. I yeah, but disappointed. You, I was you're a Florida boy now, so that that changed the playing field. Your mind's, you know, way different. You got that seawater and the white claws in your system, you know, you mutate it now, so Oh man, I got that. Yeah. You adopted but, uh, Florida boy, so Right, right. Well Shot Shot the God always say the craziest people call come from uh what is it, the Bronx in Florida? You one of them crazy ass people. No? I don't I don't come from those areas though. I just mm. moved to one of the areas. But yeah, but you're a Florida boy now. No, I'm not. You're adopted into this into the south. I, no, I'm not. I just live here. Mm. I do not. I do not claim to be a Florida boy. Is your what is your mailing address, sir? Somewhere in Florida. Oh, which <laughs> your driver's license? Florida driver's license. Oh, crazy! Your car. What is it registered in? Florida. All three. Oh, of them. crazy! But you're not yeah. a Florida boy now. No. No, just I mean, embrace the, it, dog. Just the law embrace it. requires me, forces just embrace me to be it. Your your state taxes are they getting pulled from Pennsylvania or are they getting pulled from uh, Texas or Florida? My bad. Florida doesn't have state taxes. Mm, but when you file, you file for the state of Florida because you don't pay taxes, correct? Yeah. Right, oh, crazy! Right. But you know, it's just you just move there. You know, it's just nothing. You're not a Florida. Yeah, you, you move somewhere. You have to follow the laws. When you when you vote, are you gonna vote for uh, Pennsylvania? Or are you gonna vote for Florida? I can't vote for Pennsylvania. I don't live there. Oh, crazy! But you're not a Florida boy. This is you know the logic is just crazy. All right, Mister Texas man. What is it? Hey, like I embrace Texas all all the way now. Like, hey, when you be talking shit, I'll be sitting there taking it, or I'll be defending it. California well, nowadays, we be bashing on California together because they're mentally retarded right now. That's your state, though. You were born there. Wherever you're born there is is part of your heritage. That's where I'm from. Yes, but anything that happens nowadays that happens if it's Texas related, then I get the the wrath of it because I live in that state. Correct. I'm part of the that that's that. society. Okay, I'll give you that. But okay, guys, that was episode three, season four, coming to a wrap. Going a little bit over, but we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Um, give us your opinions on the topic as well. We hope uh, you guys have enjoyed 
season four so far. We have more content coming for you. Some other stuff outside of the podcast as well. So we hope you continue to keep listening and keep watching. Keep an eye on the YouTube channel. Though we do not post the episodes anymore on the YouTube channel. Uh, we're just focusing on getting the podcast out actually on uh, Spotify, Anchor, Speaker, um, and all that type of stuff. But you can catch excerpts of the episodes uh, on YouTube. So if you have an episode you think you might be curious of listening to, you don't want to listen to the entire thing, you can go on YouTube to hear us talk a little bit and then transition over. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I, I think I'm going to take a listen to the whole thing. So uh, we appreciate you guys. Uh, more content coming through. And the last words, my man. Positive mindsets make positive outcomes. AB Guapo don't know shit about sports and contracts. Deuces. Peace out, yo. Thank <laughs> you.